Hey, happy new year. Now read your Bible, Luke chapter three. We're gonna study 1 Corinthians beginning tomorrow with our sermon. And we're gonna keep on going. But now closing out, uh, the, closing out the previous year's teaching, continuing with what happened after the Christmas story, it all begins and actually connects quite beautifully with our sermon that we just did a few weeks ago, probably four weeks ago, based on your perspective as you watch this now on baptism. And here's John the Baptist's story. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, while Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod was tetrarch of Galilee. His brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of uh, Eturia, and Trachonitis and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas. Okay, so tetrarch means four kings. God's word came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. Okay, so do you remember this? Zechariah, Elizabeth, they go off into the wilderness, and now it's time to emerge. He went into all the vicinity of, uh, of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book, the words of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley will be filled, every mountain and hill will be made low, and the crooked will become straight and the rough ways smooth, and everyone will see the salvation of God. So this is, this is John the Baptist. The very next verse is one that we taught in our sermon. Every baptism is a ruined funeral. John the Baptist comes, uh, he kicks the door down and he comes out swinging and he's quoting Isaiah. He would later even deny, like, are you Elijah? And he would say, no, 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 I'm not Elijah. But he is a fulfillment. Jesus would confirm this, that he is the voice crying out in the wilderness, hence his emergence from the wilderness. So this is all during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas. These are guys you're going to see throughout the text. Caiaphas is going to be that guy through whom in John chapter 11, after the resurrection of Lazarus from the dead, God actually speaks a prophecy. Caiaphas thinks that he's plotting to kill Jesus. He's actually prophesying on God's behalf. He's uh, Caiaphas and Annas. This, this whole family is going to be in charge. Uh, of the Jewish authorities throughout the whole story and ministry of, of Jesus. And this is where John shows up. He's the voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley will be filled and every hill will be made low. He's talking to a heavily stratified society. The elites were really elite. And the very next verse after this is where, as we covered in our sermon on baptism, he calls them a brood of vipers. They're really high. They're the mountains. They're the elite. He's about to bring them down. Those who are in the valley, they're going to be raised up. Consider Mary's song, the Magnificat, as she is in humble circumstance, but God lifts her up. Israel was in a really rough place, but God remembered them. Zechariah, John the Baptist's dad, would say the same thing, filled with the Holy Spirit, about God's faithfulness to Israel to remember this covenant that he had with their forefather, Abraham. So God is lowering the mountains and raising the valleys. The crooked paths are straight. The rough places are smooth. Everybody's brought on level playing field. He doesn't care how elite you are, how rich you are. He doesn't care about your socioeconomic status. He doesn't care how attractive you are. He doesn't care how many followers you have on social media. He doesn't care if you're a janitor or a governor, which is about one of the most powerful places in the country right now, oddly. It doesn't care about any of that. Guess what? Everybody's on level ground. And every one of us is a sinner. Every one of us needs a savior. Lower the mountains, raise the valleys, straighten the crooked paths, make way for Jesus. That's, that's John the Baptist fulfilling Isaiah. And that's our ministry too. 
I don't care if you're on top of the mountain. I don't care if you're at the upper echelons of intelligentsia, academia, governor, leadership. I, I, I don't care. You need a savior. I, I don't care if you're a crack addict in a back alley in Seattle. Guess what? Jesus has salvation for you. Like, I'm gonna share the gospel with a back alley crack addict. I'm gonna share the gospel with this person from Governor Inslee's office. I'm gonna share the gospel with any of these people. Crooked, straight, rough, smooth, high, low, no matter who it is, be non-discriminatory with the gospel. Make way for Jesus. That's John the Baptist ministry. And in a beautiful parallel, it's ours too. He was preparing them for Jesus's first coming and the, the beginning of Jesus's earthly ministry. It's our job to prepare people for the second coming. Happy New Year. I look forward to studying 1 Corinthians with you next.